0: dot slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberlee Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice. Gurus and Gucci, we're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberlee Lyons. Hey Chakra Girls, welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF and founder of Chakra Girl Co., a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life and activate your chakras. Audrey Segura is on the podcast today. I'm super, super excited. I got to interview her in person at the Dear Media Studios. Shout out to Dear Media. Audrey is an LA it girl with the most beautiful soul. You guys, she's an expert in meditation. She's a digital storyteller, social media manager, influencer program creator, and she works with celebrity clients and influencers. And guys, she's just this like literally sweetest soul you've ever met. So we're talking about using intuition and energetic connection to grow your social media following. And Audrey's also sharing her own spiritual mindset shifts that supported her through a really tough time. She's sharing her story, which is just so, so beautiful. And she's giving so many takeaways to make you feel more peaceful today. She's also doing a live breathing exercise with us to create calm, balance, and inspired energy. She's literally just the nicest person. She'll literally, Give you the sunglasses of her face. It's funny because I followed her, I followed her for a while, and I was in LA. A few days before I got to meet her. And I was telling my friend Jen that I really want to get like a pair of cute small sunglasses while I was in LA. And I was like looking at the ones Audrey had and I showed my friend a picture. I was like, these are the ones I want. And when I saw Audrey, I told her how much I loved her sunglasses. And she was like, I have an extra pair in the car. You can have them. Like, oh my God, you guys, how cute and nice and sweet is that? So manifested the sunglasses, manifested just meeting Audrey and just love her so much. So before we get into the show, a word from our sponsor, which is me, guys. It's it's just me. So this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle that I created for you to tap into your chakra energy with me every single day because as you know, when you activate your chakras, you kick your energy into action so you can move forward, launch that business or that new project, go from hot mess to mega success, and look damn good Doing it. So, there's a meditation to open up each chakra and a chakra cleansing meditation, plus a bonus audio on how to meditate if you're a newbie. But this is for all levels. So, podcast listeners get $10 off with promo code podcast. So, go to chakragirl.com, click meditations in the top navigation, then meditate with me, guys. And if you're looking for that next level of chakra activation, check out Chakras and Crystals 101, which is a major in depth book all the chakras, I'm giving you applied practices and exercises to get unblocked with money issues, insecurities, guilt, shame, all the bullshit that we go through as women. But if you buy the, force, the course first, it's a double whammy, you actually get the meditations in the course too. So go to chakragirlco.com courses, then select chakras and crystals 101, and you can use the promo code podcast for this one as well and get $10 off. Okay, guys, I'm loving being home. As you know, I've been a traveling gypsy all over the world, and I'm actually home now for a month and a half. How wild is that? I actually just got back from my mom's wedding. I was the officiator. So guys, if you need an officiator for your wedding, I have a license. I'm not sure if it's real. I got it online, but I'm doing it anyways. How fun would that be? Just like traveling around officiating weddings. I was really good. Everyone laughed and it was just the sweetest thing. I loved watching my mom get married and just be so happy. And I love, love, love my new stepdad. Um, they've been together for a long time and it's just like, it was just so much fun you guys. Um, so yeah, I'm just happy to be home. I'm kind of in this like Purging mode. I've purged three boxes of clothes. I'm going to be doing some giveaways too. Like lots of brands are sending me stuff, and I just literally don't have time to use everything. Um, Even though I so appreciate it, keep sending me stuff, guys. Um, But I want to give some away to you and spread the wealth. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And I'm also just like releasing some negative habits and thoughts, just trying to be my highest self every day. And I think it's working. What do you guys think? Do I seem like my highest self? I don't know. Until I'm hangry. Like I'm my highest self until I'm hangry. Um, But yeah, I'm just feeling really good. And I love going into like a new season. I already have all my fall clothes. I'm obsessed with fall for that reason only. I hate being cold. I hate when it rains, which is just the reality of fall in Vancouver. But the clothes, it's like my favorite season to dress for. So We're moving into the season, guys. So let's get into the chakra tip. I get lots of questions from you guys about how to make more money. One thing I can't with is budgeting or cutting back. Like, that's not how I roll. I just believe in making more money. So, I want to give you guys a little visualization slash meditation that I like to do every time I want to like really take it to the next level of income and it literally expands your chakra receptors. So chakras are both transmitters and receptors. Like they're literal energy fields that both put energy out and bring energy in. So when you are putting a certain vibration out, you want to be putting out like rich AF, wealthy AF vibrations in order to manifest more wealthy, abundant monies, monies, using that word. Um, So what, so that doesn't mean that you should be like, you know, only thinking of money and not taking any action. Like you obviously have to take action as well, but you have to make sure that you're doing the energetic stuff to make sure that you can open the capacity to receive. So whatever you put out is what you get back. So that doesn't mean you have to like work longer hours or hustle. Um, it just means that the energy and vibration that you put into the actions that you take and the work that you do is gonna return to you in the same frequency. So if you're you know really high vibe when you're working or when you're you're feeling really inspired when you're you know. Creating your business or uh, working with clients or whatever you're doing, then you're going to get that back um, and expand those receptors. So that's the output side of it. But then the input side, whenever you receive something, you really have to process the receiving of it. So if you think about it, like say you get a paycheck and you're just really feeling stressed out when you get the paycheck because you have to pay bills with it. And then you're stressed when you pay the bills and you're stressed every time you send and you're just like not feeling good about receiving the paycheck. So you have to like switch that around. So this meditation I do is just an imagination of receiving through your left hand. So your heart chakra is about giving and receiving and it's about balance. So everything that you put out should come back in the same frequency. So Your left hand and your right hand are extensions of your heart chakra. So the left hand is your receiving hand and the right hand is the giving hand. So I want you to just kind of imagine you can just kind of like lay there, sit there and imagine energy coming in through the left hand and actually feel it in your heart. So imagine it going through your heart, feel this like warmth and this gratitude and then allow it to come out through the right hand. And then it goes from the right hand out into the universe and kind of like circles around and it grabs all the things that you want and brings it in through the left hand. And then you feel those things in your heart and how grateful it feels to receive them. And then you feel this awesome surge of energy going out your right hand. That's like super excited to be like giving and working and inspired So you just keep going with that. And every inhale that you take, you imagine that energy going through your hand is expanding and that the energy going out through the right hand is expanding at the same rate. So, you know, what you're receiving expands, what you're um, putting out expands and the light can get brighter and bigger. And the circle of energy, you know, that leaves through the right and comes back through the left, that can go bigger and it can expand the whole room, the whole city, the whole world. And you can just literally imagine, you can imagine the actual things like, oh, Gucci purse, what would it feel like to receive that? Feel it through the heart and then, you know, let that excitement go through the right hand. So do it however feels best to you. There's no right or wrong way, but I just want you guys to get into that vibe that whatever you receive has to get processed through the heart so that when you give, it feels really good. So remember that guys, take time to just like really receive, see how good it feels. And whoever said that giving is better than receiving, obviously wasn't getting enough and they're full of shit. So, um, you should feel equally as good about receiving and getting, it's like a law of energy guys. Come on. So chakra shout out for today, seven C salts. So seven C as in the letter C salts. So these are bath salts for your chakras guys. And I'm obsessed as you know about is a part of my daily ritual. I use, I'm using the seven sea salts right now and I'm so obsessed. The owner of the company is actually one of my past clients and she took my program, Shaka Girl Business School, to launch her Etsy store and she created her product and just like got everything in order through that program. And I'm not just shouting her out because I know her. Her bath salts are literally the bomb, not like a bath bomb, but like They're bath salts. Okay, that one's dumb. Anyways, they are the bomb. And I don't know. Okay, maybe I shouldn't even say, maybe I need to edit that out. No one says it anymore. Anyways. There's one for each chakra. Um, They all smell amazing. They all have a certain intention. My favorite ones are the solar plexus one, um, and it's called I Am My Sunshine. How cute is that? And the third eye one, which is called Apple of My Third Eye, because it has lavender in it, which is like my fave thing. So I'm going to give you guys the link to her Etsy shop in the show show notes, so go check them out, 7C Salt. Okay, let's get into the episode with Audrey. This is such a good one. Like get ready for some serious inspo. I would like literally have a journal with you and jot down like the takeaways because this was like a really deep, really, really good one. All right, guys. Enjoy. Okay. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Audrey Segura. She's a digital storyteller, social media manager, influencer program creator, and she's just always connecting the dots and making shit real for brands, celebrities, clients, and influencers that work with her. I came across Audrey on social media, and she's just such a ray of light. She gives amazing insights on meditation and connecting with the universe, and she's just a total fashionista, and I'm obsessed with her. So welcome to the show, Audrey. Oh
1: my gosh. Hi. Thank you what a great intro I'm so
0: glad (laughs) okay so what I love is how you're like always posting stuff about like your rituals and like things that you do to stay zen so let's get into some slumber party questions
1: and find out a little bit more about that so what is your daily ritual honestly I can't say I have a daily ritual it's more so for me just recognizing being in the moment so Mm. when I wake up every day is different sometimes I jump out of bed because I'm human and I'm like going manic because I can already think of my to-do list other days um I just lay there and just let myself breathe and be and just like take in this moment that I just woke up and I'm alive and life has nothing to do with me but like what can I create today and how Mm. can I collaborate and how can I just be this instrument for something greater than me and get out of my own way
0: I love that and I think like when we call it like oh my like daily like routine it sometimes we get kind of like OCD about it and like get mad at yourself if you don't do the whole thing or like so I love that you just kind of like feel into it every morning and focus on being present
1: yeah I think the idea I don't know I've I've had a pretty long I don't even like to, I guess spiritual journey mm-hmm. uh, quote-unquote but yeah just like getting a long journey and getting to know myself mm-hmm. which is what that really is yeah um, and i know that when i'm hard on myself that's not practicing compassion or Mm self-love so for me the idea of having a daily ritual if i do something where it feels forced that doesn't seem like very compassionate whereas instead like i just wake up and in every moment i know i'm doing my best um that, for me, is, like, enough to bring me the awareness to know exactly what I need in each moment. Yeah. As so opposed true. to being, like, every morning I need to wake up and meditate for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That sets this, like, expectation. Yeah. And if I don't meet it, I might be so hard on myself that day. But if I just wake up every morning and I accept that life is a meditation and I'm just, like, in gratitude or even if I'm not in gratitude, if I'm just, like, you know, Processing whatever's there. And processing there. whatever's going yeah. on in that moment. For me, that is meditation
0: I love that so much so what
1: are you currently reading actually right now I can't say that I'm currently reading one book but I read this Shel Silverstein book the other day okay. and it was the cutest book hold on let me look it up on my what phone is that? Um, what is Shel- okay wait I'm having a mind block do you remember that book it was like Gre- the giving tree I think he wrote that book I could be totally wrong yeah but okay. there's this book I found it at my friend's house and it's called um I, want, I don't want to butcher this, so let me look it up. It's going to take too long. Like, The Big O and The Missing Piece. Okay. And, um, it's like 12 pages, simple art, one sentence on each page, and it basically breaks down any self-help adult book in like 10 pages. And it's of, for kids? It's written for kids. Oh, but my gosh. it's, you know, you read between the lines, and it's this like piece, and it's trying to be a part of this um, – circle and then it outgrows the circle and the circle is like okay well you don't fit anymore so this little piece is like but I want to be able to always fit and it's a story about how like you know we grow and we don't really need something else to make us feel whole Mm. Um, and it all comes down to like how we validate ourselves and how we allow ourselves to grow and within that comes the dynamics of whatever's around Mm -hmm. us like does it grow with us yes okay great if it doesn't that's okay too um so just like navigating life in a sense of there's nothing outside of us that we're missing Mm -hmm. or that we need or that we need to mold ourselves into or play small um just like being yourself helps like everyone else around you because he finally encountered a piece that was like I don't need anything from you and you don't Mm -hmm. need anything from me. Just be yourself and then... If we like flow together, then we will.
0: I love that. I feel like mm-hmm. we depend so much on, you know, other people or other things or things from our past to like define who we are. But once we can like let go of that expectation, we can actually like grow into what we're meant to.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Kids need to know this.
1: I know. <laughs> I need to know this. I was like, wait, should I go back and read all these books from first grade? Like, is there a deeper yeah. meaning?
0: <laughs> Green eggs and ham yeah. for sure. There's What something were you that-
1: trying to tell us, yeah. Dr. <laughs> In a box
0: with a fox. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> oh oh my gosh new
1: podcast new podcast reading kids books depicting the meaning
0: great i like this idea (laughs) same next episode um what is your go-to crystal rose quartz yes yeah she's carrying a beautiful rose quartz which looks a bit like a yoni egg but we don't know know
1: what's funny it actually is a yoni (laughs) egg and i've never used it if anyone that's listening knows what a yoni egg is i won't explain it because i don't know if it
0: goes up it goes up the vagina
1: (laughs) (laughs) but okay so i was gifted this at a goop event and I you know don't want to use it in the way that it's intended yeah. to, but I love rose quartz and I love crystals. And I think the fact that it's in an oval and it's polished so nicely feels it's, so soothing and it yes. fits perfect in my hand. And I honestly, I sleep with it. I was telling a friend yesterday, sometimes I miss quote unquote misplace it. Like nothing is ever lost. Yeah. And then I'll find it in the most unexpected moments mm-hmm. or in a, they're usually moments where I'm like, In my head, um, which is funny because I carry it a lot of times, especially in moments during a big business meeting or during this podcast because it helps me get me out of my head Mm -hmm. um, and just like align and remember that like I don't need to think before I answer a question. I mean, there is a give and take there, but I don't need to always be analytical and when you ask me a question I just like flow freely yeah instead of me sitting here being like okay well what do what does yeah. the audience want yeah to hear? what do they want to hear like, or what
0: should I say or is this good enough or right yeah, I know so I- it- Totally gets
1: me out of my head and I love it a lot.
0: (laughs) I remember the first time that I hosted a retreat, I was so in my head and I was like just literally saying to myself, what should I say next? And I was so focused on what should I say next that I was like, no, what should you fucking say now? Just relax.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny because I got certified um, in yoga teacher training and being a meditation teacher and I remember during our training, they'd have us plan our classes out and that would frustrate me because I'm like, you know... What if I read the room and, you know, they don't want to do like all fire. Mm -hmm. They want to do just like, you know, a relaxing, restorative class. So it was kind of this like, like everything else, a balance in in every moment, reading the energy in the room and then still being myself, Mm -hmm. but adapting whatever form of communication I'm doing to that moment
0: yeah like intuitively guiding the class rather yeah. than making it like this rigid right set of poses that has to be done
1: totally or even this like scenario where it's like teacher student I've never been a fan of that yeah. I'm more so like we're all we teachers are, yeah. we're, all we're all students all yeah um so kind of letting even the people up in the group guide mm-hmm. I love that so much and I feel like as a yoga student that's what's missing i'm like can't you fucking tell we're tired like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think one of the reasons actually well besides the fact that it helped me so much during Mm -hmm. this moment in my life when i experienced a lot of anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. which is when i realized like oh my gosh if everyone like tried this maybe it would help them as much as it did me because the time i was in was really dark and um and i I don't, I don't know. I couldn't see beyond this, like, dark place and incorporating yoga, meditation, and some other things into my life, like, w- complete 180. Yeah. Um, but in sharing it, I realized, like, I was going to so many classes where teachers would get frustrated if, you know, I wanted to lay in Savasana while they were, like, doing class. Yeah. Where, um, and for me the whole point of yoga is to just flow and be and like if you're showing up to a class or whatever it is you show up for like that's already a pat on the back because you showed up for yourself and anytime you show up for yourself you show up for the other people there Mm. you never know who's like watching you and we don't do things for that reason but like When I do something that's nourishing for me, I automatically nourish the collective. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wasn't a fan of, I felt like it was such a disconnect between yoga, which is compassion. Mm -hmm. When like teachers are like, no, don't do that. Or you should be doing this. Or or don't drink water right now. Yeah. So like for me, when I would teach yoga classes, because I haven't in a while, um, it's more so like I'm here to guide you and ultimately you showed up to honor yourself. So whatever I'm saying is just a suggestion but if you feel called to do something else go for it this is like your time for you yeah and I love when teachers say that
0: because I am tend to be someone who's really hard on myself so even if they're not being like don't be in shavasana right now I'm already saying that to myself (laughs) like get up you lazy ass (laughs) so yeah I just want to know that it's okay (laughs) to
1: listen yeah (laughs) so good okay so what is your favorite beauty tip of the moment? Ooh, I mean, so many things. I like the number three, so I'll share three. Okay. Um, well, I just got microblading by my friend yes, Ashley or Audrey. Yes, so um, good. And I don't know why I keep calling her Ashley. I need to look up uh, this, like, what this means. Um, because your name's Audrey. You would think that you <laughs> yeah. would know that. She's <laughs> the only other Audrey I know. Um, Audrey Glass. We'll link you to her. She yeah. did my brows, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, that and, oh, Summer Fridays. Yes. I mean, I only sucks. I support it because it's amazing. Um, it randomly happens to be my best friend's line. But yeah. it actually is something I use every day, morning, and night. Yeah. Um, I put it under my eyes and it is like a miracle. Yeah, a miracle. I'm obsessed. There's a new product yeah. coming out. I think tomorrow. What is like it? Stay tuned. Are you allowed to tell? No. no? Okay. But, <laughs> but you guys should all check it out yes. tomorrow. I've tried it. It's well, amazing. by the time this airs, it'll be out. <laughs> yeah. But um, and third one. Oh, I've been going to this spa in Beverly Hills called Tibiant, Um and I get this Gen V treatment there because. My body is intolerant and super sensitive to a lot of things. Mm. So I get rosacea or breakouts, Mm. um, but this Gen V laser treatment has been helping a lot with that. Oh, that's good. Have you ever done laser or
0: laser? um, What's it called? LED. I don't... I'm... No, I can't tell you if I It's done like that. a mask. It's like this, like, Jabberwocky style plastic <laughs> mask that they put on your face that, like, lights up different colors. Oh, I think I might have done that before with my friend Shawnee. Okay. Cause I get, like, red, like, beginning signs of rosacea. Uh-huh. And if you do, like, the blue light, it, like, chills it down a little bit.
1: Oh, I'll look into it. Hot tips. There okay, you go. Cool. <laughs>
0: um, okay. So, what is a guilty ple- pleasure that you have that you think
1: good spiritual people don't do? Oh, what does good spiritual people mean? Mm. Your own belief. What do <laughs> okay. you what do you um, believe? <laughs> I mean, I think we're all these like little spiritual beings yeah. and um so I don't like I don't know. I think we're all doing the best we can all the time. Um so I think it's just like relative to the person. Like what does it mean to you? But in general, I can't really say what someone else isn't doing without feeling like it's a judgment. Mm. Um, but for me, I know that when I'm like a little out of tune and I feel it, it's just like I don't know if you can relate, but it's just like feeling where like something is missing, but it's not like a worldly plane thing mm. or a material thing. It's yeah. just like I'm disconnected from my truth or this like, yeah. collective. Um and usually that happens when, you know, life is big and we create it and I have a lot of things going on but it's important for me to find moments of stillness with myself and do my practices whether it's lay there and breathe um, meditate go outside take myself on whatever it is I want to do like alone like the Mm -hmm. movies whatever it is I do for self-care but anytime I feel out of whack um it's really like honoring like what I have going on in my life. Cause it's all noise. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it's bad mm-hmm. or good. It's just, mm-hmm. it's great things going on. But how do I, where do I piece my like self care in there so that I'm still connected? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in terms of the question, like what do, what could people do more of? It's like knowing what's on your plate and how can you better manage, not your time, but your energy because Um, up until like two months ago I'm pretty sure I was this like manic person for like a good four months Mm. just like not sleeping not eating just like going not knowing when to stop and you know playing this like perfectionist role where I was like no this isn't good enough like go 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 mentality and I was getting to the point where I would have these like breakdowns every few weeks and I was like just hitting my wall yeah you know and then when I would hit my wall I would go like two days where I just couldn't function and like Mm. that's not a way I want to live my life Um, so it's finding a way where I can just like be flowing every day and not have to have those days where I'm like oh shoot I need like three days to recover Mm -hmm. like I don't want my life to be like that totally like being proactive instead of reactive but then also like I was talking
0: about this on an earlier episode today about just knowing how to manage the chaos it's like the chaos isn't necessarily going away but like what are the things that we can do to like thrive
1: in it yeah because I I think my red flag for me in that moment where I realized I needed to make a change was that I wasn't pre- fully present in anything I was doing like mm-hmm. my relationships are so important to me um, and I would notice sometimes my friends would be talking to me and I'd be like, what did they just say? Mm-hmm. And to me that doesn't feel good, yeah. you know, um, like not honoring another person and yeah. these are people I care about. yeah Um, or even like I'd be working on something and it, i all felt like a to do list, mm-hmm. even things I enjoy and, or I'd be, you know, meditating and thinking about the next thing I need to do. And that's not, if I'm not fully present, I'm not fully there, which means, whatever I'm working on that moment isn't going to have the full capacity that it could and that's going to show in everything I do Um, and so my work and my relationships everything I create is so important to me so I can best nurture that by being fully present in this moment and Mm. yeah being realistic I have a schedule and to do list but like knowing that like if I'm here right now all the other things will yeah like fall into place
0: what's your best tip for snapping back into the
1: present so I don't say yes to everything anymore Mm -hmm. I don't spread myself thin Mm -hmm. um let me stick to the I do so I do say yes to things that um where I'm supporting the people around me um if it has to do with my career self-care like all those things and I I have a schedule so I don't overbook I was at a point where I was booking things like all day from 8 a.m till like 9 p.m and then I'd go home and I'd stay on my computer again till like 1 a.m and that's just like not so work. not like it was just that's not for me that's not what I want to be li- that's not mm-hmm. living even though it is me like working on things I like it's it's not a balance you have to pick and choose yeah so yeah. um I have a schedule I I like to like live in the flow too um but just being like realistic about my time mm-hmm. my energy and setting moments in there where it's like okay this is me time um
0: yeah. so important totally say no guys just say no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn that more Um, so tell us okay I want to talk more about like your journey with your business and like how like the meditation
1: and the spiritual side has kind of intertwined with that yeah Um. so I think how I incorporate my practice into my work I mean at the end of the day my practice just like meditating is just being anyway so um, and I think I covered a little bit before but when I'm with, you know, I have several clients that I work with um, every day. And it's knowing that, like, I set aside time for each one of them. Um, and when I'm working on their specific project, that's the only thing I'm working on. If mm-hmm. another email comes in, I'll glance at it. Um, I've learned to really organize my inbox. There's another business tip. Mm-hmm. So, what I do is every time um, I check my emails, I check them three times a day, Mm -hmm. once in the morning, um, in the afternoon, in the evening, and I'll look through all of them, and I'll put them in their designated folder, and if I haven't responded because it's not an emergency, I'll start it, Mm -hmm. and then during their designated block time, I'll answer their emails, Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know, it's just like being fully present with them and... Yeah.
0: I feel like when you organize your emails in that way too, you're kind of like alleviating that sense of urgency. It's like, right? okay, no, this job isn't my entire life and mm-hmm. people can wait and I can wait and I can calm down and I can do the things I love before I get to this email.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's like a placebo effect, but when I see my inbox at zero, I'm like, oh, I can breathe. But mm-hmm. if I see a million emails in there, I'm like, oh shoot. Cause yeah. And an email shouldn't, my friend Mary was telling me this shouldn't be like your to-do list, but You know, it is a tab where I like know like what needs to be done next, but having them all start and then put in their individual folders, I look at my inbox and there's nothing in there. Mm -hmm. So when it's time for that specific, um, for me to work on that specific project, I'll click on the folder and I can see what it is I need to do. Totally. I love that. And I've actually mm-hmm. gotten into that too, where I was using my inbox as like a to-do
0: list. <laughs> and it was like all these marked on red, marked on red, marked on red. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just going to read them. And I'm going to, if there's something I need to do, I'm going to like add it to yeah. my list. Yeah.
1: I even find I do that with my phone. Like, I don't know what it is about these like red little bubbles with numbers in it. Yeah. With notifications. I turn those like, all off. Yeah. They give me so much anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes like, I'll see like I have like five unread texts I'll check them all but because I want to be fully present um I won't reply yeah unless it's like an emergency mm-hmm. and so I've I try to get in the habit of at the end of every night checking all my texts and making sure I replied to everyone sorry guys I know I don't do that all the time <laughs> um But, and then there's that thing where it's like, you've been posting on social. Why couldn't you reply to this text? But it's so different because the energetic exchange to each conversation compared to posting on my social is is different especially if it's like do you want to do this like planning totally and I'm like oh I don't know that's like a week away Am I might want to lay in bed and that takes yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly
0: and that takes you like really thinking about it and like looking at your calendar and like sometimes something that seems like a quick little thing to respond to takes yeah. a lot of energy yeah so that kind of brings me to the next question how do you see um like social media success and like growing a brand Um, relates to energy
1: and manifesting like how do you kind of tie the two together okay so I love this so when I start with a client I always tell them and usually they'll come to me and I ask them like what are some accounts you like Mm -hmm. you know send me those what do you like about them what don't you like about them and then I also share with them like no formula works for everybody just how like one workout one meal plan wouldn't work for all of us same thing with social like don't compare look for people Look to unto others and everything around you for inspiration, but don't have this expectation or this like this urge to need to make your thing look exactly like that, Mm. because what works for one person or brand might not work for you. And at the end of the day, if you took every step a success, what quote unquote you think is a successful person did, um, you're limiting yourself you have no idea where you could go if you just like followed what felt right to you mm-hmm. while incorporating what inspires totally. you. Um, because I had so many people in my life like telling me to do this and that before and I was like, no, that doesn't feel right. And um, we could all choose to follow the same path, but that that would just be so limiting. And yeah, really boring. so boring. But in regards to social and incorporating um, mindfulness into social, so whatever seed you plant And whatever it is you're creating, it's Mm going to come out in your work. Mm -hmm. So say you're filming a podcast and you're like, oh, this feels like a task right now. Your audience is for sure going to feel it. Say I'm building out a platform for one of my clients or and it feels like a task, which obviously sometimes we have deadlines and we have to do things by a deadline. But there really is no have to unless Mm -hmm. there's some big thing on the line. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, this is airing. We need to put it up type scenario. But if you, if somebody was working for me and they were like, hey, you know what? I'm just in this weird funk and I know you want me to deliver this project to you um, by 5 p.m. But could I send it to you tomorrow? Um, I'm just in a weird headspace. I would 1,000% be like, thank you for communicating that to me. Please do that. Like, because it's going to show in their work. Because I can say from my personal experience when... I was going through this phase where, um, you know, I felt kind of like manic, and I was just like going and going and going. Everything was—I was getting things done, but there was such a disconnect between like my heart and soul in it, yeah, and just like doing the task because yeah. it was a task yes. and it was a check mark, yes. like done, done, done. Like it doesn't feel—it's almost like your soul's not actually going into the content when right. you're just
0: focused on getting it done. And that's yeah. one thing I'm going through right now too, is because um, there was a girl bless her heart, love her mm-hmm. that was doing social media, but we just didn't have the same working style. She mm-hmm. was very like, organize every post, you know, you know, a month out and pre-write everything. And it's all about KPIs and blah, blah. I'm like, I just want it to like look pretty and feel good. And I want everything I write to be exciting. And I want to uh. feel excited when I type <laughs> it in. And like, it's just, and neither of them are wrong or right. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're trying to like, intuitively guide your social media. It doesn't have to be so, I have to do this, or so planned or rigid.
1: Right, yeah. Um. I think when you – I know for me, like, when I post a story – it's because I actually want to share something. Yeah. And I don't ever want to post when I feel forced to mm-hmm. do something because there's going to be a disconnect. Yeah, And people can tell, like, not even if they're yeah. not,
0: like, even if consciously they yeah. can't tell, but, like, subconsciously they can feel from you that you're right. not excited about it.
1: And even, like, obviously I care about my audience, but, like, even to me, like, what is that self-talk towards myself when I post something that I really don't want to because I'm not feeling it? Like, yeah. like, why Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the reason I'm posting this if I really don't feel like it? Mm-hmm. Um So, I always like to use my social media and encourage, you know, the people I work for to post what feels authentic and, I know these are super buzzwords that are overused, so maybe we can create new ones. We got it. Um, (laughs) Authentic and organic to them. Yeah. Um, But in that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Of course we all create editorial calendars and we're like on this day we're gonna discuss this, but having a copy that's already like written out and then maybe that day you wanna change it or yeah. maybe like you have a completely different idea and a yeah. shift and um It's like it's just good go to plan it. to uh-huh. have
0: like the foundation, but then like being like it's like have the masculine Foundation and then mm-hmm. be like fluid and feminine as you go through and actually yes. do it. Yeah, the
1: balance of the sexes, balance yeah. of the sexes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love
0: it. So, you, you know, you've gone through a lot and you've you know had some anxiety situations and you know some things that you've gone through. um How did that play a role in? your business and like putting things on pause or like what did that look like and how did you get through that?
1: So I think it was like in 2008, my brother passed away from Mm -hmm. cancer and he was my only other sibling. Um, and you know, putting myself out there growing up, I didn't really ever know what the word no meant. There Mm -hmm. wasn't anything outside of me that like, you know, I couldn't really, um, like work on to alter in that moment, like in that state. Um the way I grew up and so when he got sick that was the kind of like the first time when something in my life happened that I literally had no control over Mm -hmm. I couldn't change it Um, or at least that was my perspective at the time because I really I grew up Catholic I um, didn't like ever really know about this, like, connection with everything else. I just knew what, like, was given to me in a book and in religion class, you know? Um, So my perception at that time in my life was so different than it is now. Um, But not to get into religion or anything. Um, So when he passed away, it was a scenario that was so outside of myself I didn't know how to deal with. And I also didn't know how to deal with emotions that um, weren't, quote-unquote, the good ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did, like... I basically like self-destructed I um started getting really bad anxiety and I would restrict food and over exercise weight became like a validation thing for me um I would like constantly check the scale and like if it wasn't it's so it's kind of like honestly insane when I think about it because no matter what the number was it wasn't ever good enough Mm so and um I don't know. I just got to this really dark place. At one point, I didn't even want to be alive because every day felt like a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And unless I was sleeping, it was like very painful to experience. Um, And so during that time, I obviously didn't have the tools I have now. Um, I ended up checking myself into treatment and um, that story is actually pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like a sign of just, you know, this higher thing always working and by that I mean like I remember my mom had come to visit me I'd like locked her out of my bedroom um I was living with my best friend at the time and I was just like really upset and I called one of my friends and um he was like because he had experienced depression and anxiety mm-hmm. before and he was like why don't you write a letter to God and you know growing up Catholic and all these things that happened in my life I was in such a Victim mentality mode at that time that I was just like N- you know why yeah and I like was like got like kind of like had given up faith right like a higher power yeah and, so yeah. I was basically running my the show because like yeah. I didn't believe in anything else so I was like okay like I'm in charge of my life like which is not what I I mean to an extent mm-hmm. we create everything but um, you felt like unsupported yeah yeah and so I was like you know what I have nothing to lose so I wrote this letter and I was like you know if i meant to um, get through this, like, you'll got send someone to me to, like, build, basically build me a ladder, like, show me the way, because at this point, um, I had been using so many outside things to, like, validate me or help me feel better, whether it was, like, friends or going out or shopping or things, like, things to, like, short-term distract me. Yeah. But that never felt, filled that void. So, at that point I knew that I needed to do something for myself and that all these other things one weren't healthy and two weren't going to be the long-term solution so like how can I better myself a couple minutes later my phone rang and I didn't answer it because at this time in my life I also didn't feel comfortable showing emotion in front of people Mm -hmm. I thought it was a sign of weakness Mm -hmm. um but like now it's just it just is like it's it's beautiful, actually. It's just it's whatever's beautiful. happening exactly. in that moment. Um, and it's a way
0: for everyone to connect deeper because yeah. whatever you're feeling, someone's felt something similar. Yeah, and yeah.
1: honestly, I am sensitive. Mm-hmm. I think, like, part of being human is you have a heart. <laughs> exactly. You feel things. Exactly,
0: and, and I think we, we were kind of – I mean, a lot of us were raised to think that that was yeah. a sign of weakness or that that was, like, oh, girls are so sensitive yeah. and, like, <laughs> you try to, like, toughen up a little
1: bit. So, yeah. I, I don't know, but, like, I used to – not like being sensitive because I yeah. felt like so many people would be like oh you're so sensitive and mm-hmm. then I didn't really like it was like such like a bad thing but now I love it because because I'm like that I'm able to feel and connect exactly. with so many people and that's like the point of being alive I yeah. can't imagine going through life by myself and exactly. um, being able to relate to others I and your experiences I like
0: I so relate to that my, my belief is that the purpose of life is to like deeply connect with people.
1: Yeah, and, like that's
0: when you feel the most alive. Mm-hmm. Which is why I love doing this podcast. Same. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you do it too. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And on that sensitive tip too, like I say the same
1: thing to my husband. He's like, oh, "You're so sensitive." I'm like, yeah, "I fucking love that I'm sensitive." Yeah. <laughs>
0: Same.
1: I know when people tell me that now, I'm like it's kind of like a like a gold badge. I'm like yeah. great, I'm being myself exactly. You know, yeah. Okay, That's so, th- so oh. sorry, so your oh, phone sorry. rang. <laughs> I got so you my phone rang. There. I didn't answer because I was like a complete mess. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up checking my voicemail, and it was one of my friend's moms, same mm-hmm. friend who I'd been talking to before, told mm-hmm. me to write the letter, and she owns a treatment center in Orange County oh. called Safe Harbor mm-hmm. um, Treatment Center, and she was like, hey can you be here? I don't know. It was like two days later, Um, two days out. And um, I have a bed for you if you want to come and Mm -hmm. like check yourself into treatment. So I said yes. And I went there. I learned so much about myself, Mm -hmm. um, how I had been just like Mm self-destructing. But it wasn't like, at first it was an awakening where I felt horrible and how I had treated myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially because At that moment, I had all these expectations of the people around me and how they were supposed to treat me. Um, Right. But in in realizing I wasn't even treating myself with any of this compassion or love, Mm -hmm. anything I wanted. And – or that I even – just that we just, like, deserve from being alive. And so – learned all these things um really dug deep and like got to the root of every situation like why was i restricting food like what am i what does that really mean cuz it's mm-hmm. not about the food mm-hmm. it's not about the working out it's not about the weight um so really getting into dissecting like all of that um and like going back to day 1 when that started and addressing like those scenarios in my life and yeah amazing yeah. so then how, how, what was that process like
0: so how long were you there and then at what point did you feel like healthy enough to kind of like get back to real life so I was, that that's not real life but no, like yeah. back
1: to like back, go back right. home basically. well yeah you kind of are like checking out like yeah. you're checking yeah. out of the like mm-hmm. you know because I wasn't working obviously, mm-hmm. you know when I went there um, it really was like I mean it's like rehab yeah. so you're literally just like going to a facility to just focus on yourself because if I am not fully whole, like I can't give anything else anywhere. And if I am, I'm going to be depleting myself, Mm -hmm. which is what I was doing before I checked myself in there. Um, But it was definitely like uh, painful and beautiful. It's like a yin-yang. It Mm -hmm. was like painful and beautiful at the same Mm -hmm. time. Um, And I stayed in the inpatient treatment for three months and – After that, I was in um, like an aftercare program where I lived with a bunch of girls that I went there with for a year and then I chose to stay around for another year and I worked at the treatment center Mm -hmm. as like a... Kind of just like help yeah. staff I love like how how relate they do that. I feel like mm-hmm. that's like such
0: a beautiful thing, and and similar to what we were talking about, how the purpose of life is to connect. I think it's to connect in order to share what we've gone through to help support other people go through it. Yeah, yeah, and move
1: through it. Yeah. So a total, I think I was there for like two years. Mm. Yeah, and I met this like incredible one. I would say like. The pillar, one of the pillars of that experience, not to place, like, power on anything outside of us, but I met my um, first spiritual teacher there. Mm -hmm. Her name's Arlene. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone in L.A. is familiar with Agape, but she um, is one of the reverends there, and she really reframed um, spirituality for me, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of the foundation for everything. Um, So... Having that there was really incredible.
0: Yeah, I think that transition from like, quote unquote, religion to quote unquote, spirituality mm-hmm. is like a funny one because you yeah. raise up thinking, you're raised up thinking of things in a certain way and it's like hard to like shift that. Right. So what do you think we're like, n- and not necessarily about the religion side of things, but what do you think we like the biggest shifts or the biggest like mantras or
1: life lessons that you learned? Okay, so um, obviously like the whole shift in like religion where, I mean there were so many things like it was like a it was like a list like if you didn't do this you weren't loved yes. or if you did this like you're a gold star yeah and growing up I like already felt that about myself and I did mm-hmm. it to myself and I felt it from people around me so it was like where is this thing called unconditional love that mm-hmm. everyone talks about but like I don't ever feel our experience yeah it's like um, there's no gray area it's either you're good or you're bad right and the second she like helped me reframe spirituality I was like This is what resonates with Mm me, and the second, like I reframed, like this thing in the sky being like one thing that, like, was God. And this is just my perspective. I support what everyone else believes. But then realizing that, like, you are, like, we're all made from this thing. Whether it's like this tree outside, yeah. Um, Not to get too hippie on this podcast, but like we're gonna hug a tree after. Yes, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to like walk to Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, (laughs) but just realizing that, like, everything that's created has the energy of this, Mm -hmm. like, omni-presence. Yeah. um, Whether you call
0: it God or the universe or energy or the
1: collective or whatever you call it. I mean, if we take it to science, like, we're all just moving Mm -hmm. little particles. Yeah. And so if we're all moving particles, we're all connected to each other. Mm -hmm. So it really helped broaden, like, and gave me a sense, not even, like, a visual. I'm such a visual person. Yeah. But this, like, feeling inside that, like, wow, I really am always connected and in tune. And it broke this idea of, like, aloneness that I used Mm -hmm. to have, which was – also attributed to my depression and anxiety mm-hmm. that like if i was alone like physically alone um that i was alone mm-hmm. and i felt that whereas like now like i love my alone time mm-hmm. because i know no matter what like i'm always in tune and connected with whoever and whomever i want to be connected to and it's a choice um so like it broke so many illusions for me illusions that um you know this thing that was guiding me that i also trusted like loved me on a certain condition. So it broke Mm -hmm. that, which was so beautiful. Um, and I feel completely loved and supported. And then, um, I can like be myself. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many ways that I live my life that like in a, in certain religion books, it'd be like, you're like a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, it you know, I'm, I don't feel that. And, um, (laughs) and so it's really nice that I had this experience to like kind of reframe any thoughts that, Had me feeling anything other Mm -hmm. than this like perfect, like little spiritual being, Mm -hmm. which we all are. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, yeah. and now you can go on to like share that with other people. Of
0: course. I (laughs) I love love it. it. (laughs) Okay, so. Can we talk about separate nostril breathing? Oh, yeah. Because we've talked about a little bit on the podcast before. I was doing some like crazy (laughs) kundalini like situation that was like so wild. But um, what is your process and like how does it help you like move through anything that comes up?
1: So alternate nostril breathing helps balance the hemispheres in our brain. So I'm not going to get too technical because I'll Mm -hmm. probably mess it up. Mm -hmm. But one hemispheres are masculine and the others are feminine and both of those deal with like our energy so our feminine side is a little more like um relaxed and calm and passive and um very very creative and then our masculine side um is you know more fire like very energetic um so at any times throughout the day i haven't done it actually the last time i did it was at an aloe yoga event i did with natalia yes. who was on here before yes me. natalia benson guys yeah. go check her out we she's her. incredible yeah um but I like to do it to bring balance within myself mm-hmm. and obviously the space around me. Um, so you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's guide guide us through okay, some separate go. nostril breathing. If you're driving,
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if you're wait, driving, you don't home. do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just kind of tell you how you do it. Yeah. So you plug one nostril. So you- which one should we do? Let's do it right. Plug your right, okay. and then you inhale through your left. Hold it. And now cover your left nostril. Exhale through your right. Inhale through your right nostril. Hold it. Cover it. Exhale through your left. And then you keep repeating this cycle at your own pace. And breath work is very powerful. So if at any time you start to feel dizzy, Mm. definitely stop. Mm. Or return to normal breathing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I love
0: it. And I think that's so important because I think – I I naturally run more masculine, Mm -hmm. and I need to, like, calm down more. But then sometimes I realize, too, like, when those moments when I'm in my head and don't even Mm -hmm. feel like I'm in my body, that Uh is actually, like, too feminine
1: sometimes. So, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't really know which one you are. So to, like – ever want to check to see which one you are Um, there's this book I read and I'm again not going to get too technical because I don't want to say anything that I don't fully remember we're not scientists I'm not a scientist (laughs) but if you when you wake up in the morning or any moment throughout your day if you want to check to see like which hemisphere is more dominant plug each nostril separately and see which one you can breathe more out of and that's the one okay
0: I've wondered that
1: that you're currently in so like if I'm working I mean not that I am going to plan my entire life around it but like if I'm like okay I'm working on something that I need a lot of fire and energy like it'd be great if I was in alignment with my masculine time of the day but you know life happens and if you're on your feminine side, well, we can also get shit done. Yeah, I love
0: that. So if you work in an office mm-hmm. and you don't feel like working, just be like, "Sorry, boss. Yeah, my right nostril's plugged, so yeah. it's not a good time. I gotta go. <laughs> I
1: gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. My can't yeah. find my citrine creative yeah. crystal. I've gotta <laughs> I've go home. Go home. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god, I love it so much.
0: Okay, I love that. So you guys go do your nostril breathing and get balanced If <laughs> Okay, so let's move into manic moments and manifest. Manifesting, where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested, and I can go first to give you some time to think of yours. <laughs> okay. So this is my third episode of the day. So I mean, I don't have that many meltdowns where I can talk about three today, but <laughs> I just want to say that one thing that I was talking to one of my friends about, and I think I brought it. I, I mean, I've done three podcasts. I think I've brought it up on all three of them. Is um, just learning how to deal with the manic, and like I feel like it's it's it happens like it's like I am manic often and it's like I and rather than being like what's wrong with me like I you know I'm broken like I'm not doing things right being like okay how can I just be proactive And that's something that I've been learning I think that's like the premise of this podcast I feel like if I could sum it up is like how can we just like be okay with like chaos but then also not let it get to a point where it's like breaking us in some way. So yeah, I've been in a constant state of manicness in LA, but I've been, you know, doing Palo Santo every morning. And like, I've been like having baths and using bath salts and just doing little things like my my morning practice at home is an hour so when i'm here and i'm like in someone else's home and like she has a dog that doesn't get what i'm doing and like it's just crazy i have to just like find a way to like shift it i actually did a whole blog post on like travel daily rituals but i bring all my stuff with me and like i just make it smaller Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: figure it out
1: palo santo sticks are everything
0: good like i just want to like eat it
1: yeah honestly (laughs) like if I could just burn it in my car too. I know. Like while I was driving, it I sounds know. like a like a fire hazard. Doesn't sound yeah. But just if I if the scent could just follow me, there like if I was Harry Potter. Yeah. And I had a wand, I would just want this Palo Santo stick that stood in front of me yeah. at all times. It's like, what's your superpower? Like, Palo like, Santo. Yeah, Instead of a mistletoe, it was just like this little yeah. Palo Santo stick above me that like followed me everywhere I went. Okay,
0: I'm seeing a hat. Okay, I think we need to like create this. This like hat situation.
1: I am down. It's It's happening.
0: (laughs) Okay. And the last thing I manifested, um, I'm just going to say, and I know this is kind of lame, but like this podcast, because I'm here today at Dear Media, I've interviewed three amazing babes today, Lauren from Skinny Confidential and yeah, and Audrey and Natalia Benson, who I just love. And yeah, I'm just like here, just like doing it and then going to Paris on Friday. Like what is life? His life living life
1: yeah I love it yeah. okay what is your last <laughs> meltdown oh man let's see one of my family members totally triggered me last mm-hmm. week and you oh. know as they always as do it, you know love them bring us back to our old role yeah. family
0: role. <laughs> <laughs> the worst.
1: and so you know someone said something and it really like brought something up for me that mm-hmm. I like hadn't visited in years um surrounding like my brother's death and I was like oh and then I let myself like you know when you're in that place and I know myself really well where I can like everything is just an observation Mm -hmm. but as soon as I take that thought and I just like I'm like you know I'm gonna bring you down here and you're gonna sit with me for a while and it's one of those like those triggers yeah um instead of letting it just like flow Mm -hmm. but honestly sometimes my flow means letting it sit with me until it's ready to leave and that is a day yeah and that is me laying in bed all day Mm -hmm. um I know some people are like, just observe it, let it go. But for me to process things, I have to be like – just compassionate with it yeah in whatever time it needs it's
0: good to process it because if you don't then it's going to come up
1: in a different way right but there's a difference in letting it process and spiraling so i started yeah. spiraling and then i was like and then this and then that and i was just like yeah it's not it's like, like you like quicksand got up on a table and started
0: throwing things
1: at your family <laughs> yeah, <best remember laughs> yeah i literally sat stuff. there and i was like wow like this is so annoying you know and then i started being like okay well and then there's this scenario and then there's that and mm-hmm. instead of just letting that one thing sit with me and yeah. like okay like what is this mm-hmm. What's coming up? Like, what is this a mirror for? Yeah. How can I use this to, like, better nurture this relationship with this person? Um, but then just also realizing that a lot of times, like, and I know, I don't know if this this thing that, like, got in my head in growing up where it's like, you have to be validated by another person when something happens. Like, yeah. you need that. I'm sorry. Like, remember right. when you are in kindergarten? Yeah. And they're like, okay, now you need to go say sorry to Sally mm. because you like whatever the heck you yeah. did and it's but not like, gonna fix sally's bruised knee right but also <laughs> like what if you didn't not that we don't ever mean our sorrys, no. but like what if you're not you don't even know what you're processing exactly. and now you're just saying this word because it's you think supposed you to have to. this meaning to it yeah but like realizing that when something happens with another person or any experience outside of me that triggers something and has nothing to do with that person they just happen to be the vessel that's now saying something or doing mm-hmm. something that's bringing something else up like how can I solve something on, not on my own, but, like, resolve it with my own awareness, knowledge, and intuitiveness um, when, like, bringing them into the scenario would do more harm than good? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That happened. And then I just kept journaling. I talked about it to a friend. I'm super vocal. I love communication. I think it's, like, a release. When yeah. I was in treatment, journaling. I can't tell you how many hours a day we were in therapy session when Mm -hmm. I was in treatment. It was literally like an intense therapy for three months. Like I was in therapy for eight hours. It was all different, but it was like, um, yeah, it was incredible. So talking, I highly recommend just like getting it out, you know, write it down, um, burn it. One of my favorite things to do is – when I'm not sure what I want to say to someone or if I even want to say something to somebody, I'll write them a letter mm-hmm. and it's like what I would actually say to them, yeah, not holding back anything. And yeah. then oftentimes I read it and I'm like, wow, like I just find so much insight in there, mm-hmm. um, so much compassion for everyone involved that it really helps just, like, yeah. nurture you, what's Yeah, going I mean, on. if you don't
0: give them the letter, it just, like, helps
1: you process yeah. it and, like, figure out, like, what your feelings
0: are. And it helps you kind of, like, get the ego out of the way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I love it. What is the
1: last thing you manifested? Um, I mean, I, yeah, we talked about this before. I mean, this. I yeah. think everything that we experience in life is, um, we manifest. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I think, like, a year ago, I told one of my friends, like, I'd love to have a podcast <laughs> and interview people and, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is my first, po- like oh, being on my first podcast. Oh so thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to say I love connecting. Mm-hmm. This is so great. Um, just like being here. Yay. All of this. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> We're mad at at
0: each other. We did. <laughs> so
1: nice. Oh my
0: gosh. Well, this has been so amazing. Can you let us know where we can find you?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on my Instagram. Um, I'm mostly active on there. Mm-hmm. I have other social platforms, but I'd probably like say who, that's the yeah, main one. it's the one. And if you live in LA, I'm pretty sure you can find me at Erwan or yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um Takaya on Sunset. There you go. yeah <laughs> You'll find me. Yeah, you'll find me.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. Thank you so much for all of your insights. Mm-hmm. You're just such a gem. I loved this. <laughs> Everyone, have the best week. Go check out Audrey and we'll chat next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.